3: three oh six on Cable X DGS on a Friday. Dave out today. Be back next week. Rachel, Andrew Wheeler with you here until the end uh, of the show. Not time. Uh, Dave Murray at three thirty. We'll never let go. <laughs> we will always be here. Uh, Dave Murray at three thirty. George May he's going to join us. We got some food related conversation to have at four o'clock. Matt Polly with some sports at four um, thirty. I guess we're calling this Stairway to Kevin uh, mm-hmm. for the segment. But I'm going to throw a thing at you guys. It, uh, this kind of fits the theme in general. Um, you may have seen the story, and if you have, wonderful. If not, we'll still explain it for uh, the listeners. But have you seen the story about the guy that ran out on his date and no. left her with the tab? Have you guys seen this? No. But All right. So I want a sure ruling. Happens a lot. I want a ruling on this. So, guy asks a woman out for uh, to go out for drinks, and while they're there, she orders and consumes four dozen oysters. And then a full meal after that. And he booked it. (laughs) He took off at some point Hmm. during all of that. So she kind of called him out and on social media, but she also posted the text exchange and the text that she posted was her saying running out on a tab is crazy with a lot of lies. And he's like, and his response was I offered to take you out for drinks and you ordered all that food but I can cash app the total for the drinks for you if you give me the information. So, who's the jerk in this scenario? Is the jerk the person who was invited out for drinks and ordered a whole bunch of food? Because I can't believe that a dozen oysters is very cheap.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I got to believe that's $15 a pop for each dozen, right? has to be
0: depending on where you go i don't know
3: maybe more but i mean it's got to be at least that yeah and then a a meal as well after that is gonna man whatever it is gonna be but if you offer to take someone out for drinks and then they start ordering food and a lot of food too i'm not saying you necessarily book it but do you book it do you you say something do you just eat it and like i guess i'm stuck
0: yeah, it's a difficult situation because it's awkward to say like, "Hey, I'm I don't want to pay for that." But whenever you invite someone to do one thing and they tack on extra expenses, I get why that's a stressful situation. I do not think that abandoning the entire bill is the right thing to do. Um, but uh, you asked who's the jerk? I would say they're both jerks. Good yeah, call. Who's the who's Good the call.
4: How many oysters? Forty-eight. Yeah, no, I was making sure you said four dozen. Four dozen, yes. That's what's crazy with a bunch of whys, uh, in my opinion. First of all, that's a 48 of anything is (laughs) an absurd number. And so to think that you would eat 48 oysters and then think that
3: like... And it sounds like this is, if not a first date, at least an early in the process date. Yeah. Right? This doesn't sound like a couple that's been together for six months. Because if you know each other a good bit, you might have an understanding like, okay, no big deal. Or... Well, I'm really pushing it here. I mean, you have some understanding.
4: Hey, if you don't know a person very well, don't eat 48 of something in front of them.
2: <laughs> well, sometimes people
0: will, and I don't want to say women do it because I'm sure men do it too, but you hear tales of people being like, oh, I just went out with them so I could get a free meal. Yeah. And that's kind of what it sounds like this lady was like, I'm going to get well, some free oysters out of this. I yeah, yeah, he hey, went
3: out with you to get 48 oysters. <laughs> and if the invitation was, let's go out to dinner, and you ordered dinner, I honestly— Ding near anything on the menu, because let's say let's say I'm the invite the invitor. I'm inviting someone to go out for dinner, and I say let's go to this really nice place. To me, that's me saying I'm buying dinner at this nice place. Have fun. Mm-hmm. That's how I would view it if I made that invitation. And if I didn't want to spend whatever it is for the highest menu item on there, I would go to a lesser place. Mm-hmm. I would be like, we're going to Chili's. <laughs> you can get whatever you want. I think that that's kind of like on the person who's doing the invitation. If you're saying, let's go out to dinner. I want to take you to whatever. I'm offering to pay unless I say otherwise. Like, hey, well, let's go Dutch on this. Let's split this, but let's go here.
0: But even, even if someone asks you out and says, I'm going to take you to the Capitol Grill. That's that's a special place, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you order yeah. the seafood tower just for yourself, you're you're, <laughs> you're not, definitely weird. You're yeah. not operating within the bounds of like a normal social contract.
2: Right.
4: And it's valuable information for the other person as well, I think. It's good to know like, okay, this is the kind of person that I'm working yes. with. Yes, yeah. Going and if, forward.
3: and I think that's one of those things where each side there should be some etiquette, right? Like if someone takes you to a nice place, don't automatically go to the most expensive thing. Unless that person verbalizes and says, get anything you want. And I mm-hmm. mean it literally, get anything you want. And then you get forty seven more. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the over the line no matter what. Like if you're ordering four let's let's say that each dozen was considered a quote an appetizer. That would be kind of an appetizer for like a party of four, right? Right. If you if if you order if someone's ordering four of those for themselves and then dinner, I think that person's clearly trying to take advantage of you.
0: Yes. Like I they're agree. clearly
3: saying I can I'm doing this because I can and I'm hoping I'll get away with it.
0: So- they they both broke the social contract because the woman in the situation went way too far and took advantage of the situation and just wanted free food and then the man basically I guess he didn't ghost her because he didn't like block her or anything. But to just get up and leave and be like, "All right, never mind." Yeah, I understand the instinct behind it, but I still didn't. I don't think that's the right thing to do. I, I think, as awkward as it is, you say like, "Hey, I can't afford, oh, nor do I want to pay for your forty-eight oysters.
3: <laughs> We're gonna
0: have to split the check on this one."
3: All right, so let's put ourselves in the. Uh, I'm still gonna call in. In this case, it's the guy, but it could be anybody. Uh, it could go either direction depending on the situation. But in this case, I'm putting us all in the position of the person that um, gave out the invitation Okay. that said, hey, let's go to drinks. Let's let's go out for drinks. I'm buying something along those lines. If you are in that person's shoes and the other thing is happening and they're ordering and they're ordering and they're ordering, how do we each individually handle it? Because I think we all agree that just taking off is not the Mm -hmm. right answer. So how do you how do you word it? How do you handle it? How do you deliver that message? When do you deliver that message? I mean, are you like is it like the second order of dozen? You're like oh boy, we're getting a little care. I mean, like mm-hmm. is it the third one? Is it the fourth one? Is it then dinner after the fourth one? So
0: I'm confused. Did she sit and eat the whole dinner by herself? I mean,
3: there's vi- there's video of her doing it. Wow. She I think she videoed it <laughs> for TikTok. It's on TikTok the whole thing. I'm going to have to watch this Unless she went back and kind of like relived it. But she's the one I think that pointed it out. I think she created this as a TikTok to make him look bad.
0: (laughs) So I'm going to own this guy.
3: And then everybody's like, uh, no, I think it's the other way around. But if you're in that spot, when do you say something? How do you handle it?
0: It's a great question because it's so like out of pocket that it's just awkward to even say anything. But if I were concerned about the money or just didn't want to pay the money, I would I would say whenever they ordered the app, I'd be like, all right, well, let's Let's split the check where I'm paying for the drinks because I thought it was just yeah. kinda like if you invite someone out for coffee and then they're like, all right, Starbucks, give me the whole bakery case. Like, <laughs> I shouldn't have to pay for that. I thought I was going to spend eight or you. nine dollars on a coffee for right. you. and Now you've racked the bill up to forty dollars.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if I've invited uh, someone out to dinner, a young female a young male, uh, and not for dinner, you offer drinks. So just drinks. Yeah, so that's what we're talking about. I am waiting till she goes to the bathroom. I'm leaving a fifty on the bar, and I'm walking out. All mm, right, okay, I
0: mean, that's a yep. kind of a compromise. I think, I think
4: That's fair. Yep. I mean, it's
3: uh, it, it sends. I'm, a,
4: I'm leaving. I'm leaving up to like 50,
3: 60 bucks so in my wallet. Calculate the whatever counter. the drinks were. Yeah, whatever that is, plus some tip for that. Yeah, leave that amount. Maybe and then hand just, it
0: directly to the server so that this selfish lady oh. doesn't pocket the fifty because she sounds like a monster.
3: Yeah, too. Yeah, Either way, like I like that because you're also sending the message. Like that's not cool. We're done. See mm-hmm. you later.
4: Yeah, I, I think I here's be, the drinks. I told you I would pay. I invited yeah. you. Here you go. I think I'd want a bang for ninety six oysters.
3: I think I'd want the moment of seeing her reaction when I put the <laughs> of bill on you it. Would. You <laughs> it. So I think I think the way that I would play it is I would let it all go. Kevin's and I would, like I would do that, but way more confident. And then as we're getting near the end. Just call the, the server over and hand them my credit card and say, I've got the drinks. The rest is on her.
0: That's probably the best way to handle it. And then But you have to face the awkwardness.
3: Uh, but I want to. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know you in do. In that <laughs>
3: moment, I want to see that look like, oh, yeah, I have to pay for all that, which is fine. Because clearly, clearly none of us are going out with that person again, right? Right. If, that etiquette, if that's your etiquette, like the going out in these early stages, I don't want to know what's next. Mm-hmm. So I think that I, – because I, I I like Andrews because it's got that little – just that little knife between the ribs. Yeah. That little bit of, hey, guess what? You're on your own <laughs> delivering the message. But I want to see the look on the face when you're like, oh, wow, I have to pay for that.
0: Yours is Yours is better than mine, Wheels, because mine is like – awkward enough because I'm stopping <laughs> I'm so cheap that I'm stopping midway through and going like whoa just so we know just so we're clear here I am not paying for
3: this no it's right, but you're taking oysters. the risk and wait until the end well I'm not taking any risk because I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna call the server over while we're all still sitting I'm not gonna give her a chance to leave mm-hmm. and I'm gonna be I'm gonna say it this is for the drinks. She's got their food. The food.
0: Kevin's like, block the door.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
4: hey, so I'm basically liking, saying, liking oysters enough to eat 48 of them. By yeah. the way, oh my goodness. how does your so, huge
3: red flag? I don't like oysters, but I, it sounds like that would make your stomach not
0: good. Yeah, and then to eat an entire meal afterwards, and you know she got like a steak or something. I don't like remember expensive. what it
3: was. It's on the video. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick and just More oysters. just the uh, the visual of what was what the meal was. Oh, it, yeah, and there definitely are drinks. Like there are margaritas and all that stuff. It looks like um God, that could be like a crab cake, maybe. Oh my goodness. Uh, as if he doesn't know by sight. <laughs> no, I mean it, I suppose it could suppose it
4: could be some sort of a
3: caked crab. It could be anything else like along those lines, but yeah, it, it's definitely not cheap.
0: I love the confidence of like, I'm gonna put this guy on blast. I'm gonna film our meal <laughs> and show people how he walked out on me. And then it's like, you got how many oysters? It What's has made
3: it has made some people think that it's just a setup.
0: Oh, because for it's just
3: so yeah, because it's just so outrageous. But why would you do that and put it on your account? Yeah,
0: <laughs> make yourself look yeah, terrible.
3: Yeah, <laughs> not sure that's worth the likes. Cgs <laughs> <laughs> on a Friday. We got Dave Murray with the forecast for the weekend coming up in a few minutes, and that'll be uh, teamed up with headlines. We'll talk food with George Mayhew later on. Sports with Matt Pauley. Right now, we are talking dress codes with Rachel.
0: Yes. So I saw a TikTok earlier this week, and then someone, of course, turned around and wrote an article about it um, of this 12-year-old girl ...who was pulled into the office at her middle school and she was dress coded for what she was wearing. So she was wearing some baggy sweatpants and then kind of like a tighter shirt and she had some midriff showing and the school administrators were saying that it was inappropriate and her mom was called in to the situation and the mom was extremely upset. She said you know, you're sexualizing my daughter. This isn't acceptable. If you're looking at her in this certain way, that's your problem. It's no one else's problem. Uh, She should be allowed to wear whatever she wants. And on one hand, I understand what the mom is saying. You don't want anyone looking at your child in any sort of certain way or ascribing traits to them because of what they're wearing. But at the same time, at school, we have to have standards. And I could see why if the rule is you can't show your midriff, then you would be in violation of the dress code and someone has to say something to you. Um, The tricky thing about dress codes is you never, they usually get um, enforced unevenly in my experience anyway. And it does seem like certain people are targeted more because of the way they look. And it's like, oh, you have to cover yourself up. You look indecent, whereas someone else with a different body type or what have you is not gonna be jumped all over in the same way. So I get that it's unfair, but I think it's totally appropriate to have a dress code and enforce a dress code as long as it's being enforced fairly, right?
3: Yes. And, and I think the, the key question to start with, if you're the parent, is, well, what is your dress code?
0: Right. That is a good question. What, are, <laughs>
3: what, what is it? What, it what, is, what are your guidelines? And how does that match up with what, am I, what my kid is wearing? If the rules are in place and your kid is clearly breaking those rules, well, then there's no argument. Whether it's, I mean, like, think of it this. I, I agree, by the way, that it's not, it's never enforced equally Mm -hmm. um you know where i went to grade school it was mixed to boys and girls and we had a dress code but it was a pretty strict you know catholic school dress code you had the dress shirt you had dress pants and you had a tie and the the girls had you know that traditional catholic uh like a catholic school right right, the plaid skirt thing or the whatever it is it's it's kind of a half dress thing whatever it is you know what it is Mm -hmm. the catholic school girl outfit thing that that has been around for decades and decades and decades and there were a sm- slight areas for variation, but not really. Uh, and in high school, our dress code was not as strict, but it was still like shirt tucked in, collar on your shirt, nothing less dressy than khakis, no jeans, nothing like that. Um, you could get away with with nice-looking tennis shoes as long as they weren't ridiculous and all of that. So <clears throat> I-, I grew up with dress codes, and we knew what the violations were. So does the school make people aware of what the dress codes are would be first question. Second question is: All right, how does the dress? How is the dress code worded? What does it do? But if you're in violation, I don't know that it matters how it's policed in your pers- your in your your own case. Because as an example, if I'm driving down 40 and there's 10 cars speeding and they get me, I don't get to say, "Well, you're not pulling over everybody."
0: Yeah, I broke true. the rules. I think what you have to be careful with because I think this happens a lot with young women is they're told. Your outfit's inappropriate, you're making the boys look at you, you look too sexy, you look too this way, you look too that way. I think you have to draw the focus off of the way you look is making other people uncomfortable. And you have to bring it back to the way you are dressed right now is in violation of the standard that we have set. Yeah. And I think the mistake that a lot of people make in authority that and then children feel uncomfortable is whenever they they phrase it like, you're you're dressed inappropriately. Because of your sexuality, yes. not because of the fact that you're not conforming to our
3: standard. Yeah, I think that's the way I, I do think a lot of the problem. Because that's a
0: lot to put on a kid. Yes,
3: I think a lot of the problem is the framing of it. Mm-hmm. Right. If you're framing it like you're doing something wrong because it's too sexy. Well, then you're putting it on. And it is like the violation is on the kid. But society's issues are not on the kid. Right. Whether or not boys her age can control themselves is not her problem, right? That's the, that's on the boys it's, you know, it's, if it's distracting, I think the mom said, if it's distracting to faculty members, well, that's on them. Yeah. That's, and, that's, and, that's and an I,
0: adult problem. Yeah.
3: And I would tend to agree with that. So I think the framing of it needs to be better and just to, and make, keep it as simple as possible. Like, listen, here, here's our dress code. This is not an alignment with that. So, and, and you know what, if you're a smart school, You go to Goodwill, or you have your faculty members or somebody bring in sweatshirts or hoodies or things like that. And you just say, hey, listen, we're not making a big deal out of this. Just throw the hoodie on for the rest of the day. You'll be in compliance with the dress code. And if you want to have your mom come in and talk to us, we are happy to do that. Mm -hmm. And then if it goes from there, then you, but you always keep it calm and you don't make it about the bigger societal problem. Because again, that is not the 12 year old kid's problem, it's not their fault. I mean, it's a problem they have to deal with right. as they get older, but that's not something they should be carrying the weight of, mm-hmm. right? But again, what do we come down to with so many of these things? It's the art or... or
0: Emotion gets in the way.
3: It's the inartfulness of language used. Mm-hmm. Like people... I, I used to get into it with my dad a lot about this is it's not always what you're saying, it's how you're saying it to yes. people. Yes. And if you're saying to me like, you know, You feel like if you're coming up to me and you say, what the heck's wrong with you? That's a lot different than what is wrong with you, (laughs) Right? right? There's a like the same words carry weight based on how they are said and which specific words are chosen. If you're better at that, you have less problems like this. Coming up on 335 on DGS here on KMOX. Dave out for today. Back next week, taking the long weekend. We got Rachel, Andrew Wheeler, and our good friend Dave Murray to let us know what we can look forward to this weekend, Dave. And it sounds like, uh, sounds like fall.
1: Yeah, no, it it sounds like November, the middle of November. Oh, you'll be thinking Thanksgiving by the well, end of this weekend. What happened to October? <laughs> now we've had some pretty good October we went right weather from so far. August
3: to November.
1: <laughs> oh, no, we have not. We have not at all.
0: Dave's like we've had like four cool days. Okay, calm down.
1: <laughs> I want to get one thing out of the way right away. There's a partial solar eclipse of the sun over the weekend. It's tomorrow peak time. In St. Louis is 11.57 in the morning, 54% coverage. Don't worry about it. It's going to be cloudy.
3: Okay. All righty, then. You there know, you the go. last one was, what year was it? I know it was just a handful of years ago. 17, yeah. I think. 2017 yeah. we,
1: was the total eclipse. That was a
3: really good one here in town, too, because it was like right over St. Louis. And mm-hmm. we actually, right. I took the day off work and we did a party at our friend's lake house. So we're out on the boat and we had the gla- special glasses and the whole deal was pretty sweet. Nice.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. We and were, People have been talking about: Are we? Even though it will be cloudy, will it get dark and all that? No, it's only the partial eclipse is only about fifty percent. Yeah, I don't think you're going to notice any difference at all. The birds aren't going to be doing anything weird. Uh, that really only happens with a total eclipse.
3: Yeah, that was the cool part there because the out at the lake, it's a little further west, so it's it's further away from the city. So everything was you know chirping and oh yeah, that was pretty cool. We
4: were dead on time for the eclipse, like. Kind of went off without a hitch perfectly um yeah yeah we were. no one no one no one had the time wrong or
0: I had the time wrong <laughs> oh, the no! place.
4: <laughs> He's such thing. we were going Dang. to go
0: to Tower Grove Park because that was the the closest place to be in totality yeah. and for some reason I thought it was like an hour later than it actually was so I was taking my <laughs> sweet time getting oh, out to the no. truck and we like
4: and 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 the rest of us were like Rachel knows. Like,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rachel because usually I'm very on Rachel top of everything.
4: that sort of thing. Yeah. So we're like, Rachel knows everything. Like yeah. if she said, course, we all thought it was a two. If she says it's a three, it's a
0: three. You people yeah, give me right. way too much credit <laughs> because and I and clearly course, make Dave, many mistakes.
1: Dave couldn't find the sun. So <laughs> <laughs> he, was go- he was inside Googling, where's uh, the sun? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good
3: time. All right. So, other than that, basically, we made the jump to November for the weekend.
1: Yeah, that, that that's the the basic thing. The details is we've most of the rain that we've had today is just about over. There's a thin little line of rain and a couple of rumbles of thunder kind of between Troy and Columbia right now extending down to about Rolla. That will come across St. Louis, probably coming across St. Louis in about two hours from now. Don't expect much from it, but there's still a chance of a shower, maybe a rumble of thunder During the evening hours, otherwise partly to mostly cloudy, it's windy. 52, it it doesn't get cold, cold behind this front. That's going to take a little bit of time. Not a lot of rebound in temperature tomorrow. So we go down to 52, expecting about 58, 59 for the high tomorrow. Mostly cloudy, it's windy. Some wind-driven showers from time to time. It's going to be one of those things you're either going to be outside or driving Bang, it's all of a sudden you're going to get hit with a shower. Would not last very long, blows in and out. Maybe a shower here and there Saturday night during the evening, otherwise cloudy and windy, 48. Sunday, mostly cloudy, couple of sprinkles around. It's windy and cold, 58 degrees down to 42 on Sunday night and Monday. Still kind of cool, partly sunny, though, and 62 degrees. So it's a bundle-up weekend, especially if you're going to be outside. Sounds not too bad. How Mm -hmm. about some Headlines?
3: Headlines is
0: brought to you by Schnucks. Get personalized savings delivered to you in an instant with the Schnucks Rewards app. This is a sad story. A bank manager has pleaded guilty to stealing $1.2 million from customers. 44-year-old Brian Davey would steal the money from customer accounts using unauthorized withdrawals, transfers, and cashier's checks while managing a Wells Fargo branch. The victims often had dementia or limited ability to speak English. The most evil, just terrible, terrible, terrible prosecutors are recommending a four-year prison sentence. I personally think it should be a little longer. Yeah.
1: And he should have to pay back everything. Yeah, for sure. Absolute payback, everything, plus interest.
0: So X, uh, formerly known as Twitter, is taking down Hamas-linked accounts the CEO of X says the platform has been taking down all accounts they can find linked to Hamas. Uh, the platform is going after fake and manipulated content and has shut down hundreds of accounts. But some experts say it's not enough, calling the efforts, quote, a drop in the bucket.
3: Oh, it's been so bad. I mean, just just from the simplest of stuff, like people taking videos from seven or eight years ago and and, and saying this is happening now, this yeah. is happening now, like... Well, this is what happens when you get rid of all of your staff that takes care of these things, right? I mean, this is – if you don't monitor – again, I don't think they should be monitoring opinions, but, like, when people are clearly misusing things, and obviously in this case you've got people that represent a terrorist organization spreading propaganda, you should have more tools in place to make sure that can't happen.
0: So, the Russian journalist who protested the Ukraine war, who recently uh, 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 was hospitalized this week, uh, may have been poisoned.
3: Oh, shocking.
0: Um, Marina Asenikova, I'm sorry, I'm probably butchering that, was hospitalized this week after suddenly falling ill outside of her apartment in Paris. She told emergency workers she believed she had been poisoned. She made headlines for appearing on Russia's Channel One holding up an anti-war sign last year. She later fled to France.
3: Yeah. Yep. That's what happens when, uh, there you speak up against the people in power. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened, by the way, for people who, uh... In Gaza, who would speak up against Hamas, they just disappear. So, you know, tells you about who you're dealing with.
0: So, Microsoft has closed a $69 billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard. I wonder if Andrew knows
1: about this. I do.
4: Yeah. It's been, what, 21 months, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah.
0: After more than a year and a half of negotiations and legal hurdles, Microsoft has finally closed its acquisition of video game publisher Activision Blizzard. The deal puts major franchises like Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, and Candy Crush under the Microsoft umbrella.
1: And yeah. the road that they're on is called Blizzard Way. Yeah,
4: I think um, it is, isn't it?
1: Yes, it is. Yeah, I think
4: Activision it might be the biggest uh, video game publisher.
3: They have been for one. Uh, they've been one is. of the biggest ones for a long time. Yeah, I mean, like, one they of the biggest. Back, I don't know if they are. They're the OGs. Biggest, but... I mean, they go back to the seventies and eighties. Yeah,
4: hard to overstate how big this is mm. on like an economic standpoint. Yeah,
3: and for, my groan about it is the industry. <sighs> I just don't want them to change things. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want the new ownership to be like, well, we're oh, changing I everything.
4: I think they, I, I would love them to change things. Both those companies, Activision and Blizzard, have been horrible companies. Well, for they've a been very terrible for time. their employees. Terrible for their employees, terrible to consumers, uh, leading the way in terms of, you know, sort of the, the scummier practices that surround uh, AAA video game development these days. I think the absolute first thing they should do is change everything about both of the companies. Well, and they'd, both, Call be, they'd both be a lot better off. Don't change Call of Call Duty. Call of Duty hasn't been good for a long time. Kevin.
3: It's still good.
1: <laughs> nerd <laughs> talk. Nerd yeah, boy, is nerd it nerd ever. Talk. Boy, Rachel, fight. you f- put the flag down on
3: that one. <laughs> fight. Hold on. I got to throw my pocket protector at Andrew. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, A new poll is looking at migration. Over half of Americans say immigration under President Joe Biden is making life harder for everyone. This is according to a new Rutgers Ipsos poll. 54% agreed with that statement while just 34% disagreed that it was making life harder for everyone. In July, they reported that 48 percent of respondents said they agreed with the statement that immigration was making life harder for Americans compared with 37 percent who disagreed. So those numbers are ticking up as time goes by.
3: I would happen to agree with the opinion that's expressed there. I wonder how many of those people truly understand how many elements there are to that, though. Like more than half of illegal immigrants are here on expired visas. And we don't do anything about that. And that's something where you have people, you have, you have some um, records of people, you know where, how, where they came from, you know the, the visa that they had, you know when it expired, you know where they went to school or where they worked. I feel like we could do something about that, but that doesn't seem to be at the forefront of anybody's mind.
0: And my final story here, this is crazy. One out of eight Americans has worked at McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's confirmed wow. this week that it's That's an amazing
1: number when you think about it. It really, oh, yeah.
0: really is. 330 million people, one out of every eight of them has worked at McDonald's. 13.7% of people surveyed reported that they currently or formerly worked at a McDonald's restaurant. Anyone um, here? No, nope, I never no, have. Not
3: me. But nope, I have a, a
0: good friend who worked there for like 10 years. Oh, wow. And I know it's a lot of people's first job ever. So.
3: Yeah. I mean, I definitely had friends that worked at McDonald's. <laughs> Free French fries. They've
0: got the boo buckets. They're back for <laughs> Halloween, folks. <laughs> Get ready.
3: Have a great weekend, Dave. You too. All right, so we've already uh, talked a little bit about school this hour. That's dress codes. That's not as fun. This sounds like this is going to be a little more fun with flashing back to the 80s and 90s. That's my time in school, you guys.
0: Well, I love this because this is based on a Reddit thread that someone posted, and they asked, what was going on in school in the 80s and the 90s that would never fly today? And some of the responses are just so good. I'm wondering if... If either of you had any similar experiences to this. So uh this person says, if you read enough books during the school year in elementary school, you got to have a sleepover in the library. We brought sleeping bags and slept on the floor. And in the morning, they had griddles out and we made pancakes. My favorite elementary school memory. It just feels like legally there would be a lot of hurdles to get through to have children spend the night at school in 2023. But that does sound pretty fun.
4: I wonder if Pizza Hut still does the... Uh... Book it. Book it. Oh, that was that was it, man.
0: Yeah, book it was cool. So basically, wheels, I don't know if you ever did this, but in the in the 90s and the early 2000s, a pop- popular thing was if you were reading books in school and you had your teacher sign off on a certain number of books you had read, you could take that certification to a Pizza Hut and they would give you a personal pan pizza and a button.
3: I don't it, recall the button.
0: I I got the button a couple of times. I think you I could get a medal button. if you did enough. Reading. Mm, I don't
3: recall. I don't recall anything like that. I do remember some place, and I don't remember which one it was. Where you could bring your report card, and if you had a certain number of A's or whatever, they would give you something free. Nice. Yeah, I can't remember what it was though. We could were, have been toys. Could have been food. I can't we understand.
4: also had accelerated reader, which I don't know if that was like a just us program or an everybody program. But uh, the prize was always gel pens. Yeah. Uh. And oh boy, oh did everybody want those gel pens? Oh my god, I gotta yeah. have, I gotta have the uh, shiny magenta uh, writing. Yeah, gel oh. pens
0: were pretty popular there for in like fourth and fifth grade. Uh-huh. That that was like having cigarettes in prison or something. Mm, yep. It was.
3: We had number just, two pencils. Currency.
0: Number two pencils. <laughs> oh, okay, but you guys didn't like trade them or anything, right? I
3: mean, we had stuff. We had, the
0: gel pens were a currency when we
3: wow. when when I was in so the eighties. That would have been kind of like when the. The Crayola markers first started coming out, and it started when you had like the set of six, and then all of a sudden it was twenty-four, and it's like, oh my god, you got the twenty-four set. That nice. was that was the cool thing then. With the sharpener. Uh well, those were the uh, those were the markers. But- oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the colored pencils were a big deal too. You get the colored pencil pack of like thirty-six.
0: Well, here's another thing that happened in the 80s and 90s that I just don't see flying today. Someone said, my elementary school principal would pull loose teeth. Ah. You could go to his office, have (laughs) him pull your loose tooth, and he would give you a lollipop. Yeah,
3: I'm sure that happened at our school. I don't remember (laughs) it happening to me, but I'm sure it happened.
0: I remember in first grade, if you brought your loose tooth, because, hmm. Maybe I shouldn't talk about this because you shouldn't talk about things like the tooth fairy on the radio in case there are little ones listening. So never mind. No one gets to hear this story. I'll tell it at TGS Live. (laughs) It's really lame, but if you want to hear it, I'll tell it. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Uh, Someone said, I told my biology teacher that I wasn't feeling too well. He said that I didn't look sick and as punishment made me stand in the corner until I fainted.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That is very much... And 80s and honestly, 80s and before school time, like it wouldn't have to be specific to that probably would have started to change in the 90s. But, yeah, my experience of 70s and 80s was more like that. Mm -hmm. Yep. Like, I don't believe you. You stand in the corner. And then obviously this person passed out.
0: Did you ever get to do anything fun like this? My third grade teacher had the whole class camp in her backyard after the last day of school. She took us to see the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie in the theater. Then we stayed up late telling ghost stories.
3: No, I don't remember anything like that. I don't remember any outings with teachers. Um, yeah. I don't think our teachers wanted to associate (laughs) with us. They didn't
0: want to hang out that much.
4: Yeah. Yeah, my, my teachers never thought I was cool, which I think is probably for the best.
0: Well, speaking of outings with teachers, my sixth grade teacher, Miss Sullivan, would take three kids every Friday to McDonald's for lunch. She oh. Would, she was cool as hell, smoked during the drive and everything. What? <laughs> hey, get what? in the car, kids. I'm going to have a cigarette and I'll get you some French fries.
4: Why just three <laughs> Why just three kids? I, I'm sure just three.
0: three could fit in the car. Right. I, like I would it would assume. rotate,
3: I would guess. Okay. By the way, I'm, not the same three. I'm saying
0: my, but I'm not talking about my experience. I'm talking about, I'm just reading other people's accounts. Right, right, my sixth grade teacher me. definitely did you not smoke narrator. in the car with us. Yes. You are the narrator. <laughs> yeah,
3: like Miss, <laughs> Mrs. Hassenpfeffer was not that.
0: Let's see. What else do we have? English teacher in high school used to cuss kids out for being noisy in class. Oh, yeah. And if that didn't work, he'd throw the blackboard eraser on us. Oh,
3: yeah. You guys, do you guys have regular old blackboard erasers when you were in school? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then yeah.
0: I always liked so when whenever- you were pre
3: whiteboard. Yeah. Yes. Okay.
0: And I always liked getting the chore of, of clapping the erasers outside because you got to have outside <laughs> time. Did you guys have that like classroom chores? Like yeah. you're going to be the line leader. I always like being the line leader, yeah. too.
3: We used to clap them on each other's heads.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had someone in my class who would.
3: But would, friends, he, friends only, not, not, not just like mean to people.
0: I had someone in my class who would steal the chalk and eat it.
3: Oh.
0: And one day I was like, all right, I'll bite. Not good.
3: I mean, we had the paste eater. I'll try anything once.
0: <laughs> right, exactly.
3: What's that? What's the kind of, like, not the glue, but it's the paste that's kind of.
0: That comes in, like, the brown bottle? Yeah, no,
3: it's not a bottle. It's, the, it's actually, like, a jar, and you scoop it out with a stick.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of, yeah, too. Yeah,
3: we had a kid that ate that. That's gross. Yeah, yeah, that's go for really him. gross. Not great. Not great. I think he got sick. Well, yeah, that'll happen.
0: Well, I'm wondering if this is But rubber even...
3: cement was the best. Do you I remember never... rubber to cement? No. To eat? What? To eat? No, no, no. Oh. No, it just, it was the coolest, and it—and it, of course, it smelled really chemically. It was kind of like smelling, uh, what's it, not like gasoline, but it's kind of like that where if you smell it enough, it's like, oh.
0: You're going to get high. Yeah, and not mm, yeah. not
3: really, but you think you are, you're <laughs> like, oh. But then you could, if you put it out and flatten it out, you could roll it around, and you could turn it into little projectiles Nice, that bounced around. They were like, it was like little like Super Bowls almost. Delish. Yeah. No, they don't taste good. <laughs>
0: listen to this 7th grade science class the teacher walked around with a beaker full of mercury and told us to stick a finger in it to feel how dense it was <laughs> then he gave us our each our own penny sized drop of mercury to play with at our desks so we could see well, how it moved I'm sure we were poisoned that say, day isn't yeah. mercury
4: extremely
3: yes. toxic yes. and I think we knew that then <laughs> this teacher was just trying I to get rid we, of some yeah, kids so I think we knew that then that mercury was not good for you